0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: The coronavirus is causing tough times for business, and that's spelling trouble for the Air Force. The service has been trying to cultivate a base of innovative, non-traditional companies while holding on to its regular partners. But COVID-19 is making it harder for all of those industries to thrive right now. Federal News Network Scott Massioni joins me with more on the situation. Scott, let's start with the industries and which ones that the Air Force cares about anyway are hurting and are any of them doing okay?
0: All right. Well, as you alluded to at the beginning there, you know that the Air Force has been trying to expand its industrial base. They want to bring in these innovative startups that bring in new ideas that can compete with the near-peer competitors like China and Russia while still holding on to places like Lockheed Martin and Boeing uh, so that they can build the airplanes that they need to be an actual Air Force. But uh, as the domains have shifted, as cybers become a bigger component and as space has become a bigger component, they're having a lot of trouble within the coronavirus area uh, with aerospace and with space industry. So they're seeing it from both sides, aerospace being one of their more traditional sides of industry and space being more of an emerging market that's taking A pretty big hit from coronavirus. So uh, Dr. Will Roper, who's the Undersecretary of Acquisition uh, Technology and Logistics for the Air Force, said the aerospace is really being hit disproportionately because many of the suppliers work for both the Defense Department as well as the commercial side of things. And as you know, the commercial cash streams have dried up pretty much completely. Um, on the other hand, space is pretty vulnerable because, as, as I said, it's an emerging market uh, in terms of low-Earth uh Orbit payloads and small launch, things like that. And investors really are just moving in a more conservative posture. They are waiting to see what the government's going to be doing. And, uh, you know, when it comes to to the, those kind of experimental sort of space things, sure. they don't want to throw money into something that could end up being a problem.
1: And so far, what are the effects of all of this? Are these companies that are losing money or have no revenue are they failing to deliver?
0: So no one's failing to deliver at this point. But the uh, leader of the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers, President uh, Robert Martinez, Jr. said there's about 500,000 aerospace production jobs that could be in jeopardy due to the coronavirus outbreak. Now, he said this before the stimulus package went through, which added some money that could help the defense industry. But, you know, that money dries up pretty quickly when there's not a lot going on. The industry's already had to lay off about 13,000 employees. And that's pretty important when it comes to an industrial base that the Defense Department needs to keep going. Um, there's an unprecedented, and they said it's an unprecedented number of layoffs that that continues to grow as these companies shut down, not only because of government restrictions and inability to ensure a safe work environment, but also because just the investment and the cash flow is not there. Um, you know, we've seen the Defense Department increase its progress payments to give companies more liquidity. uh, And and they're hoping that that will help a little bit. And at the same time, you know, the Air Force and the Defense Department are trying to keep their pedal or their foot on the pedal when it comes to uh, continuing contracts to make sure they have the money they need.
1: What an irony. The government needs what these companies can put out. And yet the government is telling them to stay home and don't do any business. We're speaking with Federal News Network, Scott Masioni. And what can the Air Force do to help? What's it trying out?
0: Right. Well, when it comes to these small businesses, you know it's it's really kind of hit or miss because some of them, like I said, are, are in space, and that's something that you just really can't can't deal with. And if you, it's a pretty big um, risk that you you take being in space. You know, it's kind of a uh, a big investment at the beginning there, and then you kind of work through it. Uh, when it comes to smaller companies, ones that work within cyber or smaller production, uh, the Air Force is really trying to help them out by. Working directly with them, uh, so what what they've done is luckily, right before this whole thing started, they gave out nearly a billion dollars in small business contracts to five hundred and ninety nine different businesses, and that was supposed to be part of the South by Southwest festival that happened in uh, in Austin, Texas. That ended up being postponed, but they they went on with the sort of pitch day sort of thing that they were doing and gave that money out, you know injecting a good bit of cash flow. Into that small business industry, they're also putting 350 million dollars into an innovation hub, uh, which is it's called AFWorks, and that's the Air Force's area that really looks into commercial solutions for innovative needs. And uh, you know they've found that they've gotten over a thousand submissions through that, and that's not just limited to small businesses; it can also be bigger uh, businesses like Lockheed Martin. and And the strategy with that is to find ways to create new supply chains for things like protective gear and medical devices at a small tier level. So, you know, you don't always have to rely on a place like General Motors. When you need ventilators, you can maybe rely on a place down the street. And, and what's really interesting is, is through this Defense Production Act, I've seen a lot of these small companies kind of step up and do things that can help the Defense Department and just the government as a whole. One of the really interesting things that I saw was a distillery in California shut down their operations as, you know, making hard alcohol and ended up becoming a Purell plant, you know, not necessarily for Purell, but for hand sanitizer. So, you know, they're putting that alcohol to good use while uh, they can't really have people come and visit the distillery.
1: Yeah, it gives new meaning to the term moonshine. And I guess the question for the Air Force now is what about readiness? Because we've seen from the Navy example that a major asset can be crippled by the coronavirus.
0: Right. And that is something that is a serious concern. Now, the Air Force considers their airplanes uh, sort of a uh, uh, hermetically sealed area. So they're trying to keep their pilots in a bubble. They consider the most dangerous parts really when they're outside of the aircraft and going to their bunks or doing whatever. So they've been keeping their pilots very isolated socially but general mark milley who's the chairman of the joint chiefs of staff said last week that he feels that readiness is still pretty good right now it's it's really top notch and that they don't need to be concerned at this point about you know meeting any of their international or national missions now we don't know if that will change in the future. And one of the things that we saw last week was more than 400 service members in one day being infected with coronavirus. And we're getting close to, if not over, 3,000 service members who have been infected. We've had, um, at least from last week's numbers, 19 uh, who have died. And that's not just service members, but also civilians, dependents and uh, contractors. So, you know, at some point, this is really going to start affecting a readiness and also future readiness. And I say that because, you know, they've had to slow down the boot camps in the army and also in the other services. And they're trying to test these people as they come in. But Really, that's that's an issue. If you can't train people to go to the next steps, you can't PCS them to go to their next assignments, things are going to get stuck where they are and you're going to have to have, um, you know, some. You're, you're having basically a blockage in progress within the, the military. Um, one of the things that may be under consideration in the future is a stop loss order, which lets pe- keeps people from leaving the military uh, because really they just are kind of in this strange, uh, gummed up pipe- pipeline right now. Uh, so they haven't said that they don't really need that yet, but it may be coming. And that's something that uh, we should keep an eye on as the, the time progresses and as this coronavirus continues to develop.
1: Federal News Network Scott Massioni, thanks so much. Thank you. Check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Stay up to date on your agency's latest responses to coronavirus. Visit our special resource page at federalnewsnetwork.com.
0: Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.